Likute Torah Parshas Kisavei, page forty-two, C. Because you didn't serve Hashem with Simcha, Ulhavin, we need to understand. Surely, this serving Hashem of, with joy is the level of tzaddikim. Kamoshikosov, as it says, Simcha tzaddikim b'Hashem. That the righteous will rejoice with Hashem. How can every person reach such a level? However, there are two levels in the service of Hashem. Midas Yom, Umidas Laila. There is the service called Yom, and there is that called Night. Bechinas Yaakov, Ubechinas Yisrael, which correlates with Yaakov and Yisrael. Ubederech Prats, and in more detail, Heim Bechinas Torah, Ubechinas Tfila. It refers to Torah and Tfila. Parenthesis, I'm Mashakosa Mi'inian Midas Yom Valaila. There's a time to learn. And there's a time to daven. Shatfila nikra chayisha, davening is called momentary life. Betorah nikra chayoyla, and Torah is called eternal life. Olahavin yininatfila. So to understand what davening is, dechsev as it says, vayashkem Avram ba'beker, that Avram rose in the morning. Dehaina, which means sha'ava musuteres shabelev kolachad vechad miyisrael, that the hidden Love in the heart of every yid, he behelam ubehester, it's concealed, ubebechineshina, it's sleeping, but sarech laorera mishinasa, it needs awakening, kameshakosav into irum. If you will arouse it, bereish echod, which is written with ron, one reish, the imtis oiru bebeis reishin, whereas the word tis oiru is written with two reishin. Pirush, into Echod, if you will awaken as it's written with one reish, Hainuchitsenis Alev. That's an awakening in the external heart. Whereas the word Ta'iruru, which was written with two reishin, that refers not just to the external part of the heart, but also the internal heart. Ein that the time to arouse that yearning of the hidden love is shacharis. And that's the idea of Avram getting up in the morning, that that hidden love should be revealed during shacharis. And when we refer to that love as being asleep, it can be referred to as a parable, as the, a man who is sleeping. 
that his thoughts are above his regular intellectual function. They're not clothed within his mind. Which is why in the dream center, one can dream things which are above intellect. But when a person wakes up, the thought enters and is filtered within the mind. And clothes within the mind to think as he wills. Whereas in a dream, when a person's consciously awake, they think normally and what they want to think. Whereas in a dream, a person not necessarily is in control. They don't have any control over what they're dreaming. So too is it in this love. When it's asleep, even though a person remembers Hashem in his heart and knows in general that the entire world is full of his glory, nevertheless, a person can still do a transgression, which is against Hashem's will. And even at the very same moment as having that recognition, that a thief, as his thieving calls out to Hashem for help, asking Hashem that he should be successful in his theft. And the reason is, that this remembering of Hashem is sort of an imagination in the mind. But the concept was not grasped fully in the mind. And therefore a person must awaken this love and to bring it into the mind of and the thought process through much meditation, from the beginning of davening, ad Krishma until the saying of the Shema. And contemplating in davening, how he is the God of the world, not God of the world, but rather the world and God is one. The world is not something separate. Rather, the world is merely an extension of God's light, like a stream of light that shines forth from Him, when it arose in His will to create the world. So, for example, just like the spiritual vegetative power, which is in the earth, from which grows forth vegetation, the Ilonis and trees, Upedas and fruits, for sure, the fruit that grows, which is material, it doesn't and is not of the same 
fabric as the spiritual vegetative power invested in the earth. Rather, a fraction of that light, which diffuses from the essence of the vegetative spiritual power in the earth, gets invested in the physical. And this fraction of light, Nisava, is thickened, the Niskashma, and becomes material, Kolkach, so much so, Achanasa pri Gashmi, until it becomes a physical fruit, Batamim Nirgoshim Lecheich Mesikos, with manifest different tastes in the palate, some sweet, etc. Masha'ein Erechzer Nimza Baruchni Klau, and you won't find that in the spiritual power of vegetative growth. It's unlike water, which flows from a high place to a low place. Which the water which is drawn, the water doesn't stay in its original place. Rather, it cascades down. Whereas in the spiritual vegetative power, Nothing is lacking in the growing of the fruits. And this spiritual power can cause vegetation to grow many, many times. That's why the Mukubalim called the extension of this power with the word He'ora, which is like a ray which comes out from Kamila Marshall, as for example, Machshavis Adam, the thoughts of man, Shenim Shachim in Avshevenish Mosse, which are drawn from his soul, Shein Tevs in Mokin Klau, which they don't have any um, reference to the original source, Veloshinu Vigiro and Klau Benavshe. They don't detract or take anything away from the soul when they diffuse from the soul. Machmas. And a person can think thoughts ad infinitum. So to the world, it's only a ray and an extension from Hashem. And all is considered as naught before him. It doesn't have any place before him. And there's no change in him. As he says, I, God, have not changed. And you are the same as before creation. And with such meditation, the person arouses love in davening. And that's how we start davening. Pirush on a that we concur and agree and recognize Shahashem who kel oilam, that God is the God of the world in the sense that the world is a mere manifestation of His creative light. And the entire davening surrounds this point. Because a person needs to review this idea many times 
until it's fixed in his heart so that he can actually see it. Each person dwelling upon this point at length according to the power of their intellect. And somebody whose mind is very materialistic, they need actually more depth in this meditation. And the requests in the, in the verses of praise, and the praise which we praise Hashem, the men of the great assembly instituted machmas because there are many accusatory forces on the person, and he's judged if he's befitting of such revelation. And also there are many things that prevent and trouble a person, diverting them from this understanding. For this we request mercy, that Hashem should save His people, and elevate them, and be merciful upon them. And the whole process of prayer until the Shema is to arouse the love. And in the Shema we say God is one. The Isib Gemara and the Gemara says, "Anshe Yericho Hayukirchen Hashma, v'loy Hayumafsikni beNechad lo v'Hafta b'Davar Acher." That the men of Yericho, they made an immediate juxtaposition between the Shema and v'Hafta. They didn't interrupt it by saying Baruch Shem. Lefishahin Tzluyin Zebazer, because one is dependent on the other. Shalafiyarechis beNunusay beAchdusay is Barach, because according to a person's meditation. On the concept of achdus, of oneness of Hashem, so too will he arouse the attribute of love. That's why they made this immediate connection between Shema and Ve'ohavta. Ella, however, the halach is not like the men of Yerichoi, because saying Baruch Shem is not considered interruption. Because that, in fact, is also part of the secret of Echod. Because Voed is similar to Echod with an exchange of letters. As is well known, that Shema Yisrael is Yehuda Ilah, the upper unity, and Boroshem is Yehuda Tata, the lower unity. Seeth base. Now there are two types of love. There is a love that is generated through the meditation in the concept of Hashem Echod. This is like a flame that goes up by itself, and it's 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 it, it flames like a fire. And it doesn't have any. <clears throat> point of desirability. It's just a flame of fire for Hashem. Parenthesis. And that's what it says in Tanya chapter 
that the yearning is not just to cleave to Hashem, to quench a person's thirst for Hashem, but rather the idea is like a chosid who wants to do kindness with his nest. Close the parenthesis. So the first love is a love which is generated by meditation. The second love This is a Huge desire to cleave to Hashem, which is in every Jewish heart. And this is the desire that Hashem should be your God, as is known. The first love is the level of. Elevated people, as the Alt Rebbe says in Tanya there. So the first love, which is a love that goes up by itself through the Hisbainanus, and it's a fiery, fiery love, that is a love which belongs to Tzadikim. The second love, the desire, to cleave to Hashem, which is within every Jewish soul, is for everybody. And this is the acceptance of the yoke of heaven in Shema. Only, one can't fully cleave to Hashem, because no thought can grasp him at all. Because Hashem is the concealed of all concealed and the hidden of all hidden. Pirish meaning, that means there are worlds which are called hidden, even higher than the level of Olam Haba. And Hashem is even concealed and higher than them, for they can't perceive Him. And similar in the hidden of all hidden, however, how can He be grasped through Torah? And that's the meaning of the Dibaratabam. Because in the letters of Torah are clothed a diffusion of a ray from him. Like the spiritual power of vegetation in the earth or the letters of thought that go forth from the soul. As it is also by man, which comes from a very high spiritual light, but which came eventually into the physical. That's the idea of the light of Torah, which is a ray from the Ein Seif. And if that's the case, that should generate a tremendous joy when a person engages in Torah and mitzvahs. 
Because it is with Torah and mitzvahs that a person can quench their thirst. In the desire to cleave to him. Because you didn't serve Hashem with this simcha and gladness of the heart. Because simcha should be generated in the Aveda of Torah Mitzvahs. And with this simcha, a person can quench their thirst. And every person can reach that level. But there are actually two levels in learning Torah. One is immediately after davening. That when a person has aroused the love in davening, and then they learn Torah with a thirsting soul, as person who thirsts for water. Then, for sure, a person is happy and glad in that Because Tainuk pleasure can take place after a person has fulfilled their will, their desire. The second level is when they fall from that level of love, whether it be a business person when they are engaged in their business, or a learner. Nevertheless, they can still rejoice in their learning through thinking that the Torah is the light of the Eretz and the Torah and Hashem is one. Even though the person themselves may be distant from that, since he's engaged in the world and in business, since he's doing it with Hashem's permission, he can return to Hashem and to his service. Since he's not bound in the hands of the external forces. And that's why he has the permission to engage and he's not bound in that engagement. Meaning to say, like a person who is in the hands of his enemy, but he's not <coughs> imprisoned, and he can go, and he can escape. Unless a person has, of course, been captured and stumbled in a prohibition, God forbid. And if that's the case, he has no <coughs> way to get out of that unless he has thoughts of tshuva truthfully as it says elsewhere. On the contrary, the more a person meditates, how they are distant from Hashem, through recognizing their place, and knowing their level, which even if the person is a learner, 
It can happen that the person will speak words of no substance in the middle of their learning, nobody <coughs> without preventing them. If a person has <coughs> stumbled in a prohibition, as for example, in the sins of youth, because each person knows themselves what they have done, and even though they may have thought and done shuvah, if they haven't yet done a complete shuvah, by paining themselves, which cleanse them more, and the more a person thinks at length about their, <coughs> their lessened stature, and they will see themselves as abominable, and they will see themselves as something which is like a leftover, as to why they were created in this world, and thinking about whether they have fulfilled their purpose in this world, then when a person thinks of all that, and then they engage in learning, they'll have a tremendous simcha in their learning, double, tripled, with great strength, because that's the way to reconnect. And depression comes when a person is looking for great things. When a person thinks that they're going to reach the level of Reb Shimon Ba'yechoi, who is Teirasu in Manasseh, and they don't reach it, then they can get depressed. On the Rashbi it says, with one <coughs> connection, his soul was completely bound up. He wasn't sleeping. He didn't need to arouse that love. And then, <clears throat> the Rashbi was actually exempt from davening because he didn't need to arouse the love. That a person needs to put themselves in a position that they think of themselves as shirayim, like a leftover. Which is something <clears throat> which magnifies their lowliness. The, the Torah, nevertheless, <coughs> looks overlooks that sin. And from the position of Torah, his pesha, his negligence, doesn't have any place. Like the sun that shines on the earth, in the place where the sun shines, there you have the heat of the sun, like on the earth. Whereas in high places you have snow. Similarly, the light of Torah is more is in a low place where a person feels himself low and feels themselves as extraneous in the world. They're just, 
they have complete beetle. A person should always contemplate their chet, should always bring them to this feeling. A person who is uh, who is a sinner always feels himself as straight as complete, whereas a person who meditates properly realizes that they are far, far from the from what how it should be. That level is called Yaakov. Whereas the level of Yisrael is the level where one has prevailed. And that's the time of arousal of great love in davening of Torah and in Torah after davening. Then the joy is much easier. The straight ones of heart have joy. It's like the passage which says that Hashem made the person straight. That's Yisrael. Yashar, which is straight, kale to Hashem. By Mashkosim is there, but if Ramasa Pashas and Sachin Ksivumikomokin, Gamma Bechinisu di Israel, Mayor Bholacher Bishasa Twila Hand Canal, the Gam Shabbos Bechlole, who Bechinis Israel. This level of Israel shines by each person in Davening, and in general, it's the level of Shabbos, Kamashkosa, but if Ramasa, Hivitov and Biankev, the Ayin Sham Diakim Nikras Avdi. The level of <coughs> not everybody merits that, only tzaddikim. But the simcha of a mitzvah and Torah, when a person assuages their thirst by learning, this every person can achieve. the whole year round, the simcha is additional. You have the mitzvah, and then you have the, the simcha of the mitzvah. On Yom Tov, that simcha is revealed.
the whole year round, only tzaddikim can in turn integrate that simcha. Whereas by on Yom Tov, it's by all yidden. There needs to be COVID Reish, literally translated as heaviness of the head, Shahu Hamerirus, which is the bitterness, Al Sha'in Bachinis Yisrael, Li Reish Meir Boy Begilui. That a person thinks, ah, how come the level of Yisrael, which is Li Reish, mine is the head, how come that doesn't shine in me in a revealed way? It's because of my Averis, Avru Reishi, which have come over my head. That causes the head to be heavy. That brings a person to humility and feelings of loneliness or pachisus atzmoi, and that a person is nothing. B'moyach, they realize that the idea hates understanding it properly. It doesn't necessarily need to be in the heart. Not as the world thinks. That before davening, there can be a. <clears throat> a timtum of the heart. Because that can't be in shachris before davening. Because in the morning one has the elements of Avram. And there are three things which remove and take away anything which may prevent a person during davening having that feeling. Aleph, the first thing is mikveh, immersing in a mikveh. As we find in the Mishnah, in the eighth perik of Yuma, that a mikveh purifies. And the Rif and Rabbeinu Yonu write that when the immersion of a Balkari was not necessitated, they took that away, that was for learning Torah. However, for davening, one does need to immerse. And even though the Shulchan Aruch doesn't rule like that, it's However, the Rabbeinu Yehna writes, that even though the halacha doesn't necessitate an immersion before davening, but nevertheless, it certainly helps to have more kavana in davening. And one can give a, a reason why there is a difference between Torah and Tefillah. As the reading is in the Yerushalmi at the end of Masecha Seita, that Tahara takes away Reach smell. So we see that Reach comes from Tahara. Because 
the whole concept of Tumah Vatara is in Koychas Makifim, in peripheral powers, and that's why purity depends on smell, on scent. Which is also peripheral. As korbanos, which are called reach nichoichi, sweet smelling. As it says, Hashem smelled the sweet smell. The Gemara says in Gitin that Titus, a gnat, entered in his nostril, behind the midah connected midah, attribute for attribute, because he destroyed the base of Mikdash, and he caused the cessation of the offerings, which caused a sweet smell to Hashem. And that's why the gnat went into his nostrils to punish him in that way. Now, tefillah is in the place of the offerings. And tefillah, davening, is also a sweet smell to Hashem. And that's why... It says in Zoya that I'm davening to the one, to the owner of the nose, meaning the one that can smell. And if that's the case, that's why a person needs Tahara, purity. Because Tahara has a connection with smell. And when it says there in the Gemara, that's a reference to the Balachetim, to the owner of smell, which is Hashem. The Alkane and therefore the Divri Hakoil, according to all opinions, Hatfila Mukubelas Yesirim Hatfila Davening is much more acceptable with immersion in a mikveh before Davening. Vaim Bereshis Chachma Shara Ava Pedi Yodalov Gamkin Tanazer, Kihatera Hulu, Omnam Tfila Hulu Ainsham. The second thing that helps take away all the things which prevent a person from Davening properly is Tadaka. Kamei Rebbe Laza Yoy Pruta. <clears throat> Rebbe Laza gave a bruta, a coin to a poor person before davening. As it says, In righteousness I will see your face, because there are many accusatory forces on the person, who judge him. If he is befitting to enter into the palace of Hashem in davening, and Stockton can Save a person from those forces. Utzrokat tremin goyin. It can elevate a person. Vayim ashkoses save dibra masla veirastichli. Vahagimel. The third thing. Oesig velimu divrei musa. The third thing that can help is if before davening a person learns musa. Or befrat divrei musa hanimtzoyim bezoya. Especially words of musa found in the zoya. Meloshin haora, which the word zoya comes from the idea of shining. Shemeir b'mokam achesha, shining in a place of darkness. Shehu Chachmas Emes, which is the wisdom of truth, Eishes Chayla Teres Bala, He Ho Emuna, which is the faith, Shemalikolores Kavode, that the entire world is full of His glory, Afbali His Beninus, Yakram Eid Lamaila Mitzadira Betachdeinim, Vehiyat Teres Bala, and that's the crown of her husband, Pirush Bala, He Avaraba, Bala, her husband, is a reference to the great love, Sha'achad Hisboninus, which comes after the meditation, Be'emuna Zuhab Shuta, in the simple Emunah, the Dovka Bashem Echod, Seviv Kolalmin, to cleave to Hashem, save which is the 
סביב שאבא רבא זוהי בכינס דחר, כמשכוס הזוכר חסדו. ומבני שנישא בקודש ברוך הוא ליז לידיר בתחתינים, היא האמונה הפשוטה נאסיס אטרס לרשי. ובגלל שהשם דיזייס להב אדיר בתחתינים, that אמונה פשוטה אין השם brings to the אטרס, to the crown of אבא רבא. So to summarize, here the Alter Rebbe says there are three things that help a person in preparation for their davening and take away any things which may prevent the feelings of love and elevation in davening. And they are, number one, immersion in a mikveh, number two, to give stalker before davening, and number three, to learn divrei musar, especially those to be found in the Zoya, which for us, that means the learning of Hasidus.